Today's program was brought to you by VisitNapaValley.com, the official page for travel to the Napa Valley, America's legendary wine, food, arts, and wellness capital. For more information, visit www.VisitNapaValley.com. Hey, what's up? This is Jack Inslee, host of Full Service Radio. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this show, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food, we talk about music, with musical dudes, finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
All right, welcome to Snacky Tunes. I am one half your host, Darren Bresnitz. Greg Bresnitz is on his way in, coming back from L.A. That was just Downtown Club. Song is Frontline. Shout out to Philadelphia, because that's where they're from. They'll be playing a little bit later today. Uh, and shout out to Heritage Network, because they have these awesome new bags that are bagu bags with pizza on them. Ten bucks. Support the cause. HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I just got mine. Thanks for the heads up, Liz. Super cool. Uh, we are joined today by friends first, friends last, friends always, Nick and Adam. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Hi. Hi. Uh, Adam, I've known for seven years, and I know that because it is Nick and Adam's seven-year anniversary today. Very exciting. Yeah. And Nika, I think I've known you for, I don't know, 12 years, 13 years? Uh, let's see. It would have been my junior year of college, which is a really long time ago. 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, like 30 years. Yeah. Um, I know she sounds young, but she's old as shit. <laughs> It's uh, true. Well done. You look great. Thanks. Um, so we have Nika and Adam on the show today because it is, I think, my only friends who I've been friends with who actually opened a bar. Really? And successful. I mean, really good friends. I know other people have opened bars. That's surprising. Um, you know my, so many food people. You know people that have restaurants and stuff. Let though. me dial it back. You are my friends from like my original group of New York friends. Right. Who have like, or, like we're going to open a bar. Now, I remember, and we can talk about the drink in a second, but I remember... When Nika first started dating Adam, and Adam, oh I, I, oh God. I don't think you remember the story. You're like, I want to open a bar where there's only five types of beer, and you can only see my head, and we're going to serve drinks through like a little slot in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a great idea. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, this guy's just messing with me. And then you guys opened a bar. So It's different than that, too. Egg on my face. So for those who don't know, what is the drink? Uh, it's, uh, it's a bar that taps into the history of all of our families and our backgrounds. And it's the bar that we didn't think existed that we needed. It's, um, most of the, uh, myself and several of our partners are sailors. Um, Adam comes from a long family of builders. One of our partners, not only, he kind of has the trifecta. He's, um, from a family of builders and sailors and bar and restaurant owners, and so it's kind of like an amalgamation of all of us um, in terms of, like, decor and kind of general vibes. And then, um, you know, we serve, like, nice beer, lots of kinds of booze, and the thing we're known for probably is punch. Yeah, so before we get into the punch and, and what put you guys a bit on the map, how did it come about? You two were dating. Mm-hmm. Was this pillow talk turned real? Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah, I guess so. yeah. Also, um, 2008 hit, and uh, <laughs> the economy crapped out. Uh, yeah, and uh, I was a painter, and no one was buying paintings in 2008. Do they, don't they know that art is the world's greatest investment? It is. Yeah, it's much better than uh, buying it because you like it. Yeah. Um, so you guys are having some nice little Sunday pillow talk before brunch, and you're going. We need another bar. Well, I mean, I think it was more like <laughs> we <laughs> we both needed Hair to be... Hair splayed across the pillow. Needed to be... I mean, it's that's way more romantic than it actually was. I mean, uh, we were, were at a place where we were tired of, tired of working for other people, I yeah. guess, and um, managed to bring a good group together, like money, skills... Blah, blah, blah. Handsomeness. Handsome, so much handsomeness. So much. So this is, you know, um, when did the bar open? 2010. December of 2010. December 4th. Yes. So, so a little over four years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a bit, it was, even though it's only four years, it was a radically different scene. Because you guys are over a bit on the... We're on um, Manhattan Avenue and Grand Street in Brooklyn. So yeah. I guess East Williamsburg, Grand it, Street. Yeah. Um, and what was it like to open a bar at that time? What was it like just to open a bar in general? It was a lot of work, and the rewards were slim at first. Really? A lot of a lot of late night drinking and sleeping at the bar, and kind you of bi- going nuts. You built it out yourself, though, right? I built most of it myself. Yeah, yeah. the The design and the build is is mainly Adam. So, what was that first day like? <laughs> Uh, Do you remember we went, it? We yeah. went and had drinks at the Mark Bar in Greenpoint. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, the first day that we had it or the first day that we opened? 
First day that you opened? Uh, we we were partners with the uh, um, the super famous Frankie Cisneros. <laughs> Frankie he's gonna cocktails. be so proud to hear himself described that way. And do you uh, think he's listening in Japan right now? He's not in Japan yet. Oh, he leaves in a few days. Do you think he's listening from Bushwick? No, no. So he uh, he had a punch program at Prime Meats, and I'm a punch enthusiast, and we were talking about it. And uh, he was super busy, and it was left more or less to me to get the punch program together for opening day. And uh, he said, you're going to need all these different things. So I just tried to get all those things together. And and then maybe three or four days before we opened, he came and sat down, and we just banged out a bunch of recipes. And luckily, our enthusiasm panned out. I mean, I think the the neighborhood was kind of thirsting for it like nice there pun. are a couple of other oh yes thank you yeah. non-intentional i mean there are a couple of other really awesome bars there that we're friends with that they like that we like a lot um you know lady jays is great pcc is wonderful second chance was open awesome spot but um i don't know we were doing something that was a little different and i think adam was still nailing something in as we opened the doors and people just streamed in Actually, it was I a friday 5 night 15 was the last screw i drove in and we were open at five yeah huh and we were not expecting it to be crazy because we didn't do press we kind of were like quiet about telling people and it was yeah but do you guys have enough friends to fill your bar four times over? there yeah. were tons of people though that we had like we didn't know though you <laughs> yeah know? um and so the punch program took off i mean i mean the whole bar took off it's a great place Thank to you. hang out and you guys have an annual tradition of, during the summer, the party that you do. Oh, Pentecost? We do, we yes. do lots of weird parties. Yeah, let's talk about some of the parties that you do. But mo- let's start with the Pentecost party, because I've been to a few of those, and those are pretty insane. Well, we have, uh, we have friends that had put together a band that played medieval Spanish music. As one does. And they were really surprised to find out that there was a very, like a pretty slim culture for medieval Spanish enthusiasm <laughs> Which in is New unfortunate. York. And they had, uh, they had hosted a Pentecost party at their apartment the year before, and then they helped us build the place. And when Pentecost rolled around, uh, we put our heads together, and we ended up having um, live sword fighting and uh, artisanal mead and uh, giant turkey legs oh yeah those are so good um i think there was this is there sounds like the nerdiest thing there was a uh, live readings of mort d'artur um <laughs> there was a guy wandering around playing the mandolin that actually nobody knew he just showed up with his mandolin and um oh adam uh Gets really drunk and preaches <laughs> yep. and baptizes, baptizes part of my process. Yeah. So you, you dunk the head in water and then you get a shot off the communal whiskey bottle. It's really super it, healthy. The Department of Health has approved it, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then our friend's band played, and I'm trying to remember. So they played at the drink quite a few times before they sadly disbanded, but they definitely were naked for one show. Of course. Yeah. Oh, and, and then there's also the, the blessing. The blessing? The, when I do my sermon. Right, the preaching. So one year, um, we had some bad weather luck, and it was uh, raining and thunder and lightning outside. It was it was a month. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a monsoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had um, built a robe out of this shimmering white cloth and then spray-painted a, um, a really reverent... Um, cross on it and had had a disrobed except for a pair of shorts and went out to give my sermon and it was raining i climbed up on some tables and it looked like i was naked underneath i was totally modest though i had shorts on and as i was uh giving praise to the almighty and threw my <laughs> arms out and uh required a, a praise jesus from the crowd lightning crashed over my head i felt like jim caviezel yeah, and then our friend Lathan started singing gospel tunes. It was pretty great. Oh my god, <laughs> it's do, so awesome. Yeah, but I mean, you have you. We do we do a lot of weird parties. We do our Krampus party oh, yeah. every year for our anniversary. Gala Gala Hay, which is Gala Gala Hay, hands down the best food pun apple party name of all time. <laughs> my friend Bethany, our friend Bethany, Shout who out to Bethany. yeah, who Bethany. came up with this big apple party that we do in the fall where we have tons of different kinds of cider and apple pies 
um, four and twenty blackbirds did pies this Ooh. year, and a bunch of bands play, and it's totally bonkers. And you guys have a Super Bowl party today, right? We do. We Big do time. A, yeah. Chili, chili dogs. We have a TV in the back room over top of a fireplace. It's really cozy. It's actually a pretty cozy room to like hang out. Oh my god! Update today on couple at the window. They're dressed exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> striped shirts. How do you say so thin? I have a salad for an appetizer. And a salad. A salad for, for dinner. For dinner. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna play. Take a quick break, and then I want to talk about uh, the two other projects you guys are working on, which is the beer hall and the cider. Yeah. Um, nice. Welcome to Snacky Tombs. Welcome, Gregory Brethnitz. Hey. How's it going? Good. Just got in from L.A. Boy, my ass. Nope. No. no. You already did that joke. Yeah, but it wasn't on air. (laughs) Yeah, there's a reason. You got to put it out there for the people. Our listening public demands these jokes. No one demands these jokes. We have Adam and Nika from the drink fame and soon to be famous for other things. Um, Can we we just say how Nika and I met? Do you remember? Do you remember how we met? I remember exactly where we met. I I, do not remember. I remember your hair. Oh, I remember your hair. Yeah, Straighten, um, straightened. It was. Well, I don't no, yeah, that was Harry Potter days. Yeah, um, I don't remember, but you had like a little like pompadour type thing. Oh yeah, that's... we were outside John Henry in downtown Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Oh, oh, shout oh. out to John Henry. DTEO. It just closed. It did. Yeah. Why went out? Probably because we stopped going there. <laughs> um, so, in addition to the drink, you guys have your hands in quite a quite a many pies, other than apple pies. But speaking mm-hmm. of apples, you guys are about to start to make your own <laughs> cider. Yeah, we actually have um, are about to launch a small farm-based uh, craft cider company. Um, it's been something we've been working on for the past year or so, um, but the cider is finally, a small batch is finally ready to start serving. It's What's very it exciting and also terrifying. Um, Greenpoint Cidery. Uh, I'll do the name. We live we in, went to this place in, we live in, in Greenpoint. Brooklyn called Greenpoint, and we loved mm. it. And we were like, this place mm. is just mm. like uh, inspires cider. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, 
Why don't you pop a bottle while you tell us more about it? Okay. Or I can pop a bottle. You talk. I'll pop. Uh, sure. I, um, so, yeah, I mean, Adam and I are both big fans of, um, of hard cider and especially like traditional farm styles. We like stuff that is pretty dry and tannic and. He needs help. Um, do you need a hand? Maybe. Do you, have you opened a bottle before? Oh my God. <laughs> um, She's doing it with her teeth. Oh, Jesus. oh do you need help? Oh, here. Oh. Are we going to pass around the room? Bands up um, next. Does so anybody want to all lick it? It's a narrow cork. And, um, and so our original plan was to open a... Uh, no, my turn. Yeah, everyone gets like 10 seconds with the bottle. You know, I thought it was going to be like a, like one of these like smooth things where like I open it and then you keep talking. All right. I know. All right, so keep talking. Oh, hey! There we go. Good thing um, I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> the original plan the was to open a cider bar, um, and we have this friend, uh, Raphael Lyon, who does this thing called Enlightenment Wines. He makes these really incredible um, small batch meads, um, which are um, really delicious. And he was like, well, why don't you guys just make it yourselves? There's, you know, you can do it through this license where you can also kind of open a bar and have your own thing. And um, we naively were like, sure, that sounds... <laughs> That sounds easy. No, you just get a bunch of apples, um, let them sit, right? Yeah, and so that kind of started us on this process of um, going really deep with cider and figuring out processes and where we wanted to go with it, um, and also um, planting a tiny little apple orchard upstate. I met those landowners when you sent me up to their party. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. Because we, uh, direct quote from those guys. Well, we can all agree that the apocalypse is coming, and we just need to be ready. And I was like, <laughs> they're ready. They are ready. Excellent. Yeah. They are. Well, that's that's another very long. That's a very story for another time about what's going on with that land. But um, um, so you guys planted your own orchard, and yes. what type of cider did you did you are you gunning for? Are you trying to make? We're we're going kind of. Uh, Harkening, this harkening. I said that out loud in You're a conversation. I'm harkening. We're harkening. Um, we uh, we like really traditional styles. I mean, America was kind of uh, as a drinking society founded on drinking like rum and cider. You know, Johnny Appleseed wasn't planting trees for us to drink apple juice. What? I know. Um, he was planting hard cider trees. He was a capitalist. He was a capitalist. Yeah, he was planting planting trees for people to make hard cider cider had had everything to do with the whole westward movement um americans or well the europeans that were becoming americans hadn't heard about boiling water yet and every time they drank uh the water from this continent they got sick and died and uh they realized if they let some apples ferment in a barrel of water um they could drink it and so as a consequence everyone in america drank cider all the time Awesome. That's like a, it's like a carbon filter, like an apple filter, right? Sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this, I mean, the cider that we're we're making is um, not probably like what a lot of people have tried. It's not woodchuck. It's not sweet. There's not a big old sugar bomb. <clears throat> no, there's no sugar, so it's fermented out without sugar. Um, this batch that we did is um, fermented half with wild yeast, so it's kind of un- unpredictable. It's funky it's farmhousey um we also like spanish ciders which tend to be pretty tart so it's got a lot of weird things happening and this actually is kind of an experiment because um that's nice uh this is a cider that is um uh bottle conditioned which means rather than us forcing air into the cider um we just uh let the yeast produce it you add a little sugar when you put it in the bottle the yeast eat all the sugar create bubbles and um hopefully it's, it's, it's hopefully it's ready at this point it's this delicious is, it's super dry super awesome this is kind of our our stab at uh reclaiming some traditional america which is incidentally kind of the driving force behind uh all of our business ventures it's just to be to recognize that uh we're not going to reinvent the wheel. Let's just use the wheel to do something exciting. And speaking of new business ventures, you also have uh, Beer Hall opening up in Ridgewood, Queens. Yes. Uh, called Beer Lation. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Beer Lation is um, is a uh, an industry term for, for beer corpses. 
It's, okay. a, <laughs> it's an Oktoberfest joke. It's about people that have consumed too much uh, fest beer and then need to take a nap outside for 24 hours. Mm. 24 hours? Yeah. If you take uh, it for 23, do you not get the designated title? Right. You don't uh, get the crown. Oh, you get the crown. <laughs> and that's gonna open, when's that going to be open? Uh, as soon as the city of New York allows us to be open. We're just waiting on... Um, Various uh, inspections. What it should ex- should be a couple of weeks, hopefully. Mm, what, probably more like four weeks. What four can we weeks. expect for opening uh, opening party? Uh, well, we are leading off with just kind of <laughs> traditional fest food: sausages, sauerbraten, pretzels, um, pickles, that kind of stuff. Um, we have a fairly uh, exciting draft menu, and then a really crazy uh, bottle menu for beers. Uh, We'll probably be leading off with Greenpoint Cider. Boom. Yep. Connection. Is it going to be kegged at all, or is it just bottles? Uh, uh, Bottles and kegs. We have 10. Oh, the the cider or the... The cider. Cider. Both. Both, yeah. So these little pretty guys. They're fun little. Kegs as well. I can't wait to see who's doing your logo art. I am. Nika. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. Stick around, or if you guys got a oh, also it. opening party at Beerlation, we should mention it's also a heavy metal bar. So oh, naturally, that <laughs> of course metal. So that is also something to look out for. Okay, okay. Fantastic. Announcement coming soon. Where can people find you? Get you information. Have a website? Um, right now, the website uh, uh, thedrinkbrooklyn.com for all things drink related. Um, I am behind on starting the Greenpoint Cidery website, but you can also just email info at thedrinkbrooklyn.com if you want to contact us about that. Um, and and Beerlation has a Facebook uh, account and so like we'll it. be launching or, soon. L- Lation it. Lation it. <laughs> Lation us.
Uh, welcome back to Snacky Tunes. I'm glad, Greg, that before you came into the studio, you ate half a pizza. I didn't eat anything. I literally the flight was at like six a.m. And then morning. you came in, and while delivering, you spilled it all over the mixer. Uh, I like to make an entrance. I haven't been here for about a month. You gotta let me know I'm back. Yeah. So well, pizza on the console. Greg's been here. Pizza on the console. That's a that's a good band name. Well, that's a good album name, right? Pizza on the console. Anyway, we got downtown club from our hometown, Philadelphia. Welcome, guys. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Hello. Thanks. Nice to meet all of you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you guys bring any cheesesteaks? Because we just gave you pizza. We should have brought some cheesesteaks. By the way, uh, what's your favorite cheesesteak place? Favorite cheesesteak place? Um, I don't know. I, was, I used to love Steve's Steaks. Steve's okay. Steve's Steaks. They do like a flat steak, not chopped. Delicious American cheese melted. Mm. Oh, interesting. I was, uh, just saw like an L.A. food truck that like tried to talk about like the heritage of, of Philly cheesesteaks. And you like realize that like by the second paragraph that like they were just talking way too much. Yeah. Like it was just like me thinks the lady doth protest too much. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, so were you reading Shakespeare in your uh, And eating. Uh, they and talked. Eating. Wait, let me ask you this. They talked about the Philly lean. Five people from Philly in here. Anybody? Yeah, it's when you like lean out and hold the sandwich over you so you don't get anything on you. Damn it. <laughs> Have you three heard of this before? Greg, I, I don't know if it, you yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah, okay. You've heard but it, Dan? I worked in food I for never quite done a long time. <laughs> have you, yeah, I've never done it. That's why no, you have. I'm like, that's why you have it's, cheese whiz all yeah, over your pants. Lean back. Well, who gets cheese whiz? <laughs> well, if I do eat a cheesesteak, I let the grease dribble all down. Yeah, yeah, he's a messy one. Wait a second, whiz provolone without. I, I a, generally stay away, but usually provolone. Okay, I'm a I'm a white American with onions. Ooh, always onions. Yeah, you have to get onions. Hoagie style, hoagie style with okay. the lettuce and tomatoes. Yeah, but he doesn't eat meat, yeah, so he oh. just has. Oh, what's that place? <laughs> uh, Giandas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the vegan. But actually, oh, those on it's called Blackburn now. Oh, oh. do they still do the vegan? The yeah. thing is, though, I I I had a couple of them, and they're good enough. Yeah, they're, they're, good, they're good enough. It's, it's fast food. It's greasy. Fast food. Yeah, it's it's a enough. bomb. I don't know what I'm eating. <laughs> it's like bread and then a whole bunch of <laughs> stuff. But they actually also have um, some of the best vegan desserts. Mm. Ever there too. So, anyway, so welcome. Thank Thanks for you. driving up. Yeah. Did you, you? I also don't see any Wawa hoagies for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. You wanted a shorty. Sorry. I wanted a shorty. You wanted a shorty. It was someone from Philly once tried to. They're like, you know, shorty. Like this. I was like, I am aware of the sizes of the Wawa hoagies. Thank you so much. Classic. Classic. You want a classic. You classic want a shorty? junior and a shorty. Yeah. <laughs> when they put in those touch screen, touch uh, screens, touch screens. For the sandwich. Yes. Never never afraid that my sandwich would come out wrong again. No. No. They're like mechanics in there. It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> uh, so tell us about your band. How'd you guys get together? How'd y'all meet? Uh, we got together uh, we, about probably six years ago. And uh, Travis and Dan know each other from school and moving companies in Philly. And uh, Travis and I knew each other from working together at a bowling alley. Oh, which one? North Bowl. Yep. 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 I, I actually I started there right when they opened. What was your What was your role? I was a bartender. Oh, okay. And bartender. what was also your role? Like number? DJ. Oh, and oh. what was my role number? Yeah, like what? Could, were you a good bowler? Oh, I you know I was I was actually an okay bowler. I was on a team when I was five with another girl named April. So we were the only people on our bowling team, and that was. How I became great at did, bowling. Did you, uh, what, like what, like 140, 150? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's, yeah, totally. Bumpers, no bumpers. Anyway, disco bowling. Always bumpers. No, <laughs> disco. <laughs> well, there was disco bowling because yeah, this guy plays lots of disco. Yeah, but they only have a pair of, one set pair of size 14 shoes there, which are always taken, so I can't Oh, them. you can't. Oh. They're always used up. Could oh. you put on your rider? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, shoes for me, like six pack, <laughs> bottle of Jameson, and a size fourteen. <laughs> and my own private lane an hour before my set to to clear my head. Six pack and bottle of Jameson for the kitty afternoon party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys met through various jobs and went had the bar, the band come together. Uh, Travis wanted to start a band, and and I come from a musical background with school and all that jazz, so we started playing together, and then uh, we needed a drummer, went through a few drummers, and he knew Dan drummed and wasn't playing with anybody at the moment, and it clicked. In Philly, what is like the hardest uh, like musician to find? Like A good drummer is always hard to find, bass player, um, sax man, tambo. Well, Philly's very interesting right now. I mean, it is... Uh, there's so much going on in everything, in music, in art, in food, in, in booze, in, and uh, I don't know, I feel like everybody and their mother is a musician right now, so it's it's 
or you know what I mean? Mama like, on drums. Yeah, gosh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's another. That's another good band name. Yeah, Mama on drums. Mama on drums. All right, let's yeah. hear a song. Let's yeah. let's rip it. I feel like Mama on drums would be a good uh, like band like? name, like a night. That's literally what I just said. No, band not, name, not a name, a night. You want to do like a, like a we can talk after. We'll talk after. Can you talk for one more second? Oh yeah, so I yeah. Patter, patter, back and forth. Oh my god. I know they want to play a song. I have to return. Remember, it. remember when you told me, Greg, that when you made the decision that you're either going to become a DJ or a drummer. Yep. You wanted it to be in, a drummer. No, it was in Eugene, uh, my senior year in college. Uh, I was like, well, I'm going to move to New York, and I probably should either learn how to play drums or become a DJ. And becoming a DJ was about I mean, a I get million times. I, I thought that you wanted to just do frisbee golf no. for oh, the rest my, of your life. First off, Nika, and this is it was varsity frisbee, wait, ultimate frisbee. Wait, ultimate frisbee, or do you call it disc golf? Or how? I know that people are sensitive you know, about you terminology. Know, you know nothing so. of my work. Did you, get, did you get a big F to wear? Or was it a UF? And no, it was an FU. Uh huh. All right, you guys ready? I think so. All right, here we go. Downtown Club live on Snacky Tunes. For the Bridge and Rat song. What's it? What's this called? This is called. Can you hear? Is this going? Yeah. Here we go. Um. So this is called Bridge and Rat, kind of like Bridge and Pratt. If you are from Philadelphia. Got it. It is a an L stop. Got it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Live on Snacky Tunes. All right. Here we go.
We should probably go home more. We're to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. How how often do you guys play? Well, um, so our drummer here, our handsome drummer, has so a handsome, lovely. Yeah. He's very handsome. We have, it's such a day of handsome men. I, yeah. There are a lot of handsome men here right now. Yeah, I think, and and lovely ladies. Lovely ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dan's uh, lady friend is a German lady, and he was out there for a few months. So last time we played was Firefly Festival last oh, yeah. year, and um, we're now kind of getting our shows going again, and uh, we have. A show booked in March, trying to get another show booked in February. Where are you playing? Um, well, we're playing at a, a batting cage in Philly. They said these batting cages opened up at Six and Gerard called Everybody Hits. Love it. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, and Six and Gerard is not the you know most... Uh, can get a little sketchy around there, and uh, but it's neat. It's fun. They uh, You bring all your gear and... Uh, is it a guaranteed singles club where no one strikes out? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, I, are they doing shows there? I take yeah, it? they do a show uh, once a month, and it's kind of awesome because you know, for us, we're older musicians. There are a lot of young people in, in <coughs> Philadelphia playing music, and uh, a lot of uh, our friends play shows there now. And it's nice to be out, out of a bar or out of a club and be somewhere. Where you're, oh, it's all ages. It's all ages. Take the family. You can take the fam. You can take. Do they have mini mini golf there too? They're, they actually have a mini golf slash pinball um, space about four blocks north of everybody. Hits. Uh, when you say slash, are they combined? Like there's pinball on the mini golf course? That would be great, <laughs> actually. <laughs> a pinball yeah. game at each spot at each hole. Yeah, you sink and then get a rack ten thousand points, and then you can get to the next <laughs> hole. The longest, uh, longest game. Yeah, yeah it'll be a long, it'll be a long game. Um, that's great. I mean, uh, and who are some of the bands, the the baby bands that you're, or younger, youngin bands that you're talking about? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm, let's see. What do you think? The baby? You, got, you mentioned one earlier with nothing and American. Oh, no, oh yeah, younger guys. Like there's a. Oh, there's so many bands coming out of Philadelphia the guys we right work now. With, like this guy band Mannequin Pussy. And, oh wow! Yeah, Mannequin Pussy. Yeah, they're, I mean, they, but these are bands that were in New York that just moved to Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, we, Philly's just—it's yeah. just easier to do art down there. It's—you it, it, can—it's very affordable. You know, there's so many venues now. Like with R5 opening up, like you have Union Transfer, you have Boot and Saddle, you have West Philly, which is full of house parties and spaces, and. Um, and my favorite club of all time, current club. The Dolphin. And the Dolphin. Dolphin yeah. We have we played, played the Dolphin. Dolphin, but we played the Dolphin before it got turned into a dance club, and we actually played when, with strippers dancing on the poles in front of us. Awesome. The entire time. It, it was really very cool. So before it got turned, <laughs> you got turned. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, we got a turn. Can we hear another song? Can we rip another tune? Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, retune. So can you talk for More patter. How was Patty Smith? Patty Smith was great. You saw Patty Smith? Yeah. Oh. She uh, she still got it. She does even when she even and this is self proclaimed on her own. Even when she doesn't got it, she still got it. She said it's a bit of a messy show, but that's fine. She covers um, Nirvana. I mean, you kind of want Patti Smith to be a messy show, right? Like you don't like no one's looking for like tight grooves. No, no, yeah, super fun. Not like not like not like Fleetwood Mac, which is just like buttoned up to a T. No, it's kind of like. There are some wrong notes played, and sometimes the band doesn't come back in together. Hey. But it's like, but like, hey, Greg. did you know she plays guitar? Like uh, shreds. Yeah. yeah. Like I, and I guess I've never seen her actually shred, but she like shreds. Like, I, you've actually never heard of Patti Smith before yesterday, but yeah. it, she seemed pretty cool. Um, yeah, her name is Patri- her name is Patricia. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this. Pat. Pat. Uh, old, old, old Margaret Smith. Ugh. I'm so glad I made it back. Why isn't there a blizzard? Wait, isn't that isn't that Maggie Smith? Oh my God, who see Maggie Smith and Patty Smith ever in the same room together? No one. Same person. Same person. Same name. Same person. Think uh, about it. What's this next song? This next song. What is this next song? This song is called um, Factory Lighting. All right, here we go. Yeah. Lila Snacky Tunes. Factory 
so good. I was going to ask for when you played Dolphin before. Was Dolphin with the strippers? Like, where did did you notice any change into their their moves? Like, based on the fact that you weren't like a '90s club jam, or was it just kind of like? Could have been any. We seem to know a lot about the music they play at Dolphin for the strippers, Greg. Yes. I'm well versed in it. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oregon. We were like baptized by the fire strip clubs or something like that. Yeah. Fun fact about Oregon most strip clubs per capita. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So I had no idea. My uh, ex girlfriend, uh, his father owned three strip clubs, and he told me once that nudity knows no recession. Really? Hey, Kenna. Oh, uh, you too, and, like, and not like not like fun strip clubs, like whatever you're thinking about, like oh, the mall fun. mall strip clubs, where it's <laughs> wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Do you mean strip malls? <sighs> yes, that's where they get their name from. Ding. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so you you guys wait, have no, answer the question. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, I I think that they I think they enjoyed our tunes. It was I think they they got down down low. Did anyone take their tips and buy like one of the EPs? No, we didn't really have I, I, that, no merch. That would have been no merch. Yeah. We've been together for a long time, and we actually have no merch. And we do have one. All sold out, right? All sold out. That's All sold we, out. That's what we tell everybody. Yeah. And that was our second time dancing or performing with the strippers. <laughs> oh. <actually>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pl- I mean, strip. I mean, dancers. They're, dancers. Like, they're like Dan. You look good up. Get up there. Yeah. I thought I saw some. I thought no, I saw no, some good no, moves. No live drums. So since we can't have live drums, get up on the plane. Get up there. <laughs> yeah. Great. So sweet. You're working on a few, you got the show in March. You're yeah. working on a show in February. Oh, yeah. Uh, recording. You guys get back in the studio. We are. We we've been talking about it. Um, we're just on. I think we're very hot right now with our creativity. So we're kind of now have compiled a group of songs that we're very excited about and we will, you know, work them out and then go into the studio and see what happens. Where are you going to record in Philly? Uh, well, we recorded with Jeff Ziegler in the past, um, at uniform recording. So, I mean, we'll go to Jeff or we'll see what happens. I don't know. Or Yeah. We're kind of creating a new sound. Oh like yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's interesting. We that Philadelphia sound. We are yes, the Philadelphia <laughs> sound. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's used that before. No, so that's that was, a free one. That's a free we'll one. Hold on to that one. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that one. Just don't no, Google that. So yeah, um, yeah. So it's cool. We finally figured out how to write together and not just you know. How do you how do you make the decision then go on to develop a new sound? Or at least, how do you guys do it? We just kind of, we've learned to jam. Like, we get together once a week, sometimes twice a week. And and I don't know. I love how Dan drums. I don't think anybody drums like him. He uh, knows how to not give it all up when he's drumming. And that makes it really exciting. And it allows us to kind of open up and take our time in creating. And I don't know. It's It's good. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, the worst at explaining music. I hate telling people we sound like anybody. I, I, I Dan, you want to lean in there? I so don't I, know. So I, yeah, get in I there. Mean, it's like Thanks, any Dan. process of evolution. You start out with something, and, and, and bands are often uh, sometimes, well, sometimes they're a democratic process. So uh, with us, we each put our, our, our input in, and, and it takes a long time to get to decisions made or, or sort of a final product, but it's something that we all sort of... Uh, contribute to so you start out with one sound and then something like anything evolves like most relationships and it changes and then your musical tastes change and eh, and we're just not we're going in a different direction but we're, we're we're manipulating what we've done so far and taking what we're learning and, and integrating it so so what he said that was a good experience. yeah, was well, good. God, damn. yeah i don't know why i have the microphone i usually never talk Usually we let this guy over. So I just, I just, uh, <laughs> quick question. Describe your guitar playing. Like, what does it sound like? Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So we want to make sure that we have time for one more song. But where can people go to find you on the web? Yeah, we're on the web. We're very. We're not. We don't have much on the web, but you can find we have stuff on on the YouTube's. If you put in the Downtown Club or Downtown Club um, band. There's actually a venue called the Downtown Club in Philly, so that comes up a lot. And that's located on the east side? <laughs> yes, it's on actually yes, it is on the east side. Absolutely. Thanks guys. <laughs> Travis, isn't that our namesake? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so you can look find us there. We have stuff on SoundCloud, on Bandcamp, and Facebook. 
Yeah. Awesome. The huges. And uh, keep your eyes open for the Pizza on the Console EP coming out. <laughs> oh my coming God. out of the oven sometime later this spring. <laughs> All right. Well, while you guys tune up, I just want to thank everyone. Thank you to Heritage. Thank you to Liz. Thank you to Jack Aaron. Thank you to Roberta's Nika Adam. Please go to heritageradionetwork.org to support. We are counting on your support. Donate some money. Get an awesome pizza bag. Not a bag for pizza, but literally a bag with pizza on it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. For $100, we will fill that bag with oh pizza. Oh, my God. Let's just get a plastic shopping bag and just fill it with pizza slices. I would like a bag made out of pizza. Liz, I know you're writing down all these good ideas. You wrote this one down? Yeah, she's writing. She's writing it down. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, I'll be back for a bunch of weeks. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. Yeah, actually, we'll be both be back. Um, I hope the Seahawks stomp all over those dirty cheaters tonight. God, such a bunch of cheaters. And the room is divided. All right, here we go. One last song from Downtown Club from Philadelphia. I want to shout out to mom and dad because we love you. Yeah. Thanks for coming out and hanging with me in LA, dad. It was awesome. Yeah. uh, We'll see you. We'll see you next week. One week from now, we'll be right back in these chairs. Bye. Bye. Maybe a little faster than.
We talk about food. We talk about music with musical dudes. Finger on the pulse, snacky tunes. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.